Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On June 23, 2015, the air traffic control system in New Zealand experienced a system fault which led to a loss of air traffic control capability throughout the country. Air traffic controllers were able to use backup systems, primarily voice communication via radio, to manage all air traffic until full system capability was restored. The system was restored about two hours later, and flights eventually returned to normal. What follows is an interview I had about the event with the show Morning Report on Radio New Zealand. The Civil Aviation Authority says it will investigate what caused the radar fault that affected nearly 200 flights yesterday afternoon. Airways New Zealand's flight radar systems were down and all radar communications were lost. 50 planes were flying at the time and had to be guided down by radio. Officials prevented all flights from taking off for almost two hours and travel was delayed throughout the evening. Todd Curtis is an American-based aviation safety analyst. Todd, thanks for joining us. How rare and how dangerous is this sort of scenario? Well, how rare this uh, scenario is may depend on what actually caused the scenario. Uh, For example, the early report said it was an internal network failure. If this is something that's based on the computer systems that underlie the air traffic control system, it's a potential problem that could affect not just New Zealand, but air traffic control centers around the world. So that is a situation, as you say, the the internal network outages are describing it. Is that simply a, a computer software failure or a, a network failure, similar to a company's internet going down? What are we talking about there? Well, it's too early to say because the early reports really weren't that detailed, but certainly calls into question the nature of the structure of the air traffic control system. That is, you obviously have more traditional parts of it, the actual radars themselves, but how those radars are controlled, and more specifically, how the information gets to and fro to the various controllers and various levels of the systems, very likely it's going to be depending, in large part, on the kind of computer networks that they're relying on at Airways New Zealand. Would you have expected a backup system in that sort of event? Well, it seems as though that from what happened, a backup system was in place. In fact, not just in New Zealand, but around the world, air traffic control organizations uh, train for and are required to deal with this kind of possibility. That is a loss of radar data, uh, reverting to a radio-only transmission, keeping track of the aircraft, manual if need be, And also keep in mind that under normal circumstances, there's quite a bit of separation, both vertically and horizontally, between aircraft. So even if there is a temporary or more permanent loss of communication, uh, there's already a bit of a safety buffer built into the system. Are you saying that in an airspace which was more crowded than New Zealand's, this could have been uh, catastrophic? Potentially catastrophic. Uh, But again, even in a very, very dense airspace, such as in parts of the Midwest of the United States, which actually had a major air traffic control failure last October, there are still procedures in place that deal with this sort of thing, not just on the ground, but in the air. Your airline pilot, uh, even a commercial pilot or a private pilot, has procedures in place of what to do if there's no radio communication, if there's no communication with air traffic control, uh, whether to uh, divert to another airport or whether to go into other procedures. There are things that take place, sometimes on the fly, that deal with this situation. That was certainly demonstrated yesterday in New Zealand and demonstrated last year in the United States. 
Now, we're told they got down by means of using visual manual separation. Can you explain what that is? Is that looking out the window? Well, I can't speak to specifically what happened in New Zealand, but in general, the procedures that one would use would be a combination of, uh, in essence, having a mental model of where the aircraft are. That is, if the uh, pilots can't see the other aircraft, but they're getting radio reports from the other aircraft in the area, assuming that all the aircraft are actually reporting their position accurately, a pilot can, even in a fairly crowded airspace, get a mental model of what's going on and take appropriate action to have safe separation between themselves and other aircraft. For more information about airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.